Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about federal term limits. So grab your 22nd Amendment and let's get civical. singing i wish i didn't <laughs> i did it and i wish i didn't i don't know why it's i think it's i think it's a nervous tick yep i think it's a nervous tick when i get nervous i break into song mm. which maybe is like why musicals exist do you think maybe that they're just nervous and so they just start singing they just start singing yeah, yeah maybe yeah yeah they're like i can't put this into words let me put it into a song let me put it into lyrics it would really make sort of looking at something like phantom of the opera quite funny if you just think wow <laughs> Phantom must just be nervous. And that's <laughs> he just why, really is yeah. so self-conscious about his face. Yeah. Christine, anxious, full of anxiety. Alphaba, yeah. <laughs> very stressed. Very stressed. She think? had a lot on her like, mind. There's nothing I can there's nothing I can say, but I there is something I, I can, can sing. sing. Yes. And that's why I sing when I open. Why? Because I am the Alphaba of podcasts. Okay. <laughs> Guys. This weirdly is not an episode about musicals. This is Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And today we are talking about, I'm very excited to talk about this because I feel like I'm afraid uh, that they will not be around long. But federal term limits. Because <laughs> yeah. like, Trump's been talking about more terms, three more, yep. four terms, five terms. And yep. it's like, oh my God. No, no. 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 No, no. That's, for him, it's literally a law. It's true. There is truly law. There's laws in place yeah. for him and not others. Even, not even a law. It is an amendment to the Constitution. Which, it as is we know, more than that. Very difficult to get rid of. Yep. Or to add to. Amendments are hard. Yep. Amendments are hard. We can't get equal rights, guys. We can't do it. We can't do it. It's so fun. But we're talking about term limits today. I'm yeah. Very excited. Very excited. I know. First things first. What is a term limit? What is it? <laughs> What is it? What is it? According to termlimits.com, which I know, right? I was like, it kept popping up whenever I put stuff in. And I was like, (laughs) Keska say termlimits.com. Oh my God, cite the source. Termlimits.com is a full disclosure. It's a group that's advocating for like, everybody should have fucking term limits. Um, Yeah, sure. I I mean, like, I'm not somebody who, I, I don't know. There are some, I think it's a case by case basis. I, there are some offices that I'm like, okay, great. And there are other times where I'm like, no. 
Yeah, um, see, I'm like, I'm limit them all. Limit them all. Why? Because people get weird mm-hmm. and unexpectedly. Yeah. So it like I feel like it's like the most fail safe of fail safe is of just like if all else fails. Yeah. <laughs> after this amount of time, it's over. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how that works out. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to be like, we'll see how this works out, Lizzie, for you. Um, no, but no, we'll see how safe. it works out in the next New York City Council election because literally everybody's term limits like three at least three quarters and i think it's more of the new york city council is term limited out in 2021 all right let's see it uh there's gonna be like five to seven like the people who were newly elected last cycle four years ago are gonna be like the only ones there presuming that they get reelected. sure and everybody else is gonna be new and i just feel like well it's like a test case like you couldn't it's not something that like scientifically you could ever construct in a like a laboratory situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to do it in the field. We got to do this is like and I really hope that like the the political science powers that be are like using this as the opportunity that it is, which is to study term sure. limits sure. and how it affects functional government. Yeah. But according to term limits. But according to term limits. <laughs> com, um you can t- agree or disagree with their mission in life but here's what they say a term limit is term limit set a legal restriction on the length of time an elected official may hold office term limit laws affect how many terms and how many years an individual may hold a specific office love it yeah so it's like if you're in this position you have this many years if you're in this position you have this many years yeah it's not all the same it's not all the same and it can also like we'll talk about it later but there's like the idea of having you're serving two terms or like 10 years because if your term is four and you come in you're taking Midway, over for somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Like, it's, does that count as a part of a term? Sure. And blah, blah, blah. We yep. love it. Well, let's start at the head of the government, the executive. This is from uh, JSTOR, Peter Fjord. I think that's great. Thank you. Yep. And the Constitution Center, uh, Scott Bomboy. Yep. This is what they have to say. So the 22nd Amendment to the Constitution proposed by Congress in 1947 and ratified by the states in 1951 confines any president to two elected terms. And don't you know, I'm about to read the amendment. Here we go. I gave you the the Constitution part. Thank you. You know I love her. So Section 1 of the 22nd Amendment reads, No person shall be elected to office to the president more than twice. And no person who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other persons was elected president shall be elected to the office of president more than once. Long sentence. It's a very long sentence. Very very long sentence. That was the first period. Okay, next sentence. But this article shall not apply to any persons holding the office of president when this article was proposed by Congress and shall not prevent any person who may be holding the office of president or acting as president during the term within which this article becomes operative from holding the office of president. Or acting as president during the remainder of such term. Oh my god, I felt like you were gonna run out of air. <laughs> because <laughs> so that that all that's the event that's the it's section one of the twenty second amendment, and that is two, two sentences. sentences. <laughs> I love it. I, I love how like 
you know, this was written in 1947. So it's been nearly 200 years since our baby girl, the Constitution, yes. was written. Uh, and they just sort of adopted the style. Uh, like, they, yes. you didn't have to write it like this. You could have been like, if you're a president, you can only be here for two years. Or for two terms, sorry. Right. And then here are, like, some supplementary things. Right. That's it. Like, we, were, we weren't writing like this in 1947. Like, we were, we were not talking like this. I'm like, you're just trying to prove that you can keep with the theme. And I get it. <laughs> but, like, this could have you been can maintain four the brand. sentences. Yeah. No, it's it was it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Okay, so uh, proponents argued that the amendment was needed to ratify a sacred American tradition. Everything's sacred. Everything's very sacred or very very sacred, begun by George Washington, and that a president should step away from his duties after filling eight years. I love it. We just throw yeah. it back to George. Yeah. What what W W G D? What would George do? He would do two terms. He would do two terms and step away. He would step away. Yeah. He would sail away, sail away, sail away, sail away. That is my favorite song of all time. I I love Enya. It's very good. It's her best work. But also I feel like it plays nicely if we're going hearkening back to the George Washington on the barge leaving New York City. 100%. I feel like... I feel like George Washington did not die. He just got on a boat and set sail and was never seen again. That's how I, that's the energy that George gives me. He's like, I must go now. Yes. And steps onto the boat and rides into the sunset, which is also the end of Lord of the Rings. So in many ways, Uh, I see what you're doing. In many ways, they're the same. Yeah. Okay. So opponents at the t- opponents at the time argued that the amendment was a Republican reaction to Franklin D. Roosevelt, the only president ever elected more than twice. I mean, yeah, it 100 percent was. Yeah. FDR was. But also, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just sort of like a very liberal minded young human. I'm just sort of like, look. FDR was dealing with the Nazis. He was dealing with the Great Depression. He was dealing with building all of these social programs to get us out of the Great Depression. Yeah. He needed more time. But but then you're not for term limits. I am for term limits. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I'm just saying in this particular instance, I think it works. <laughs> Look, I can have my cake and eat it too. I want to choose on a case-by-case basis. Which is the least democratic thing in the world. (laughs) Uh, Okay, you caught me. You called me out. You called me out. Look, convince me. Great. But anyway, but I like, yeah, I I understand why they wanted FDR to get term limits. But I'm also like, all right, FDR. I feel like FDR had to deal with more than any other president. Maybe Abraham, you know, because the Civil War was very stressful. Yep. I'm just like, FDR was like, we put a lot on his plate. We put a lot on his plate. And I mean, Um, who couldn't walk? And he also couldn't walk. So there's just a lot. Republicans, uh, going back to FDR, Republicans were worried about another New Deal Democrat monopolizing the presidency for a foreseeable future. Sure. The only extension allowed is for a vice president who fills out a presidential term who then wins two elections. So that's when we're talking about where, like, for example, somebody like uh johnson who after jfk was shot and he immediately took over for jfk is then eligible for run he'll he'll fill out jfk's time and then can run for two more terms right even though he elected not to run the second time right yeah but he could have yeah he could have 
But this wasn't the first time presidential term limits were brought up. No. During the Constitutional Convention in 1787, the delegates considered a fixed term limit for the chief executive among several options. Initial ideas included a three-year or seven-year term of office limited to one term. When the delegates could not agree on a solution, the question was referred to the Committee on Postponed Matters. I I included that purely because that is an excellent Excellent committee name. Committee name. Committee on Postponed Matters. Matters. Yes. Committee. I am the head of the Committee on Postponed Matters. And today we are talking about term limits and we'll finish out the day on the Electoral College after lunch. Did you read ahead? No, I just knew that they saved the electoral. Uh, do you remember we did an episode on the electoral college? And in that episode, we talked about how the fact that it was a last day decision. Yes, yes, yes. So what I've done is I've remembered what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, too fucking shy. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Art and I are fighting. <laughs> We're actually fighting. It's because you called me out on being wishy-washy on term limits. <laughs> <laughs> Because I stan FDR. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I just, I did remember, but we, oh, so I see good. we are going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but let's all agree on the fact that we simply love the Committee on Postponed Matters. Agreed. Um, and this committee included Governor Morris and James Madison. Yeah. I feel like James had his hand. Didn't James write the Constitution? He's, he's all over And the he's place. like, okay, I wrote it and now I'm just going to deal with the postponed stuff and then i'm also going to be a president and i'm also like a jack of all trades or uh, really say a james of all trades (laughs) (laughs) that was some of your best work thank you so much um fun fact which i've already read the committee devised the electoral college and a four-year term for the president with no term limits among other important innovations yeah yeah (laughs) they're like Way to leave it till the last minute, guys. The last minute and just be like, actually, we're we're going to take a middle of the line. They wanted like a three to seven year term. Four year term is what they decided. And then they were like, and the electoral and, college. Uh, electoral college. You figure it out. You figure it out. <laughs> we give you the name. <laughs> I love that. They, they seem to be very confused with the executive since the electoral college and term limits were in uh, in the, what's it called? Postponed, Postponed matters, matters pool. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Doubts about unlimited presidential terms of office did not fade away after President Washington set the unofficial two-term precedent in, 19, in 1796. Washington's reluctance to serve more than two terms was more about his tolerance for the job rather than making a bold political statement. George didn't want this job. No, he was he like... He just wanted to do his hobbies. He had a mouthful of wood and he was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> he had won the Revolutionary War. He was just tired. And I don't think he liked politics. I no! think he was like, you guys are giving daddy a headache. Yeah, I'm literally, I'm, I, I am can so you talk tired. softer, James? <laughs> talk the softer. wood in my head is chattering. He was very sensitive. He was a really sensitive very boy. Very sensitive. He was a sensitive boy. He didn't want this. He did not want any of it. Oh, no. George. Anyways. So he stepped away from a third term and. In large part because he was reluctant, he was a reluctant president in the first place. He only accepted a second term because of political pleadings and pressure from allies such as drama queen of the show, Alexander Hamilton. I feel like he just came in and was like, George, 
You have to. You have to do it. You can't. The Republic will fall. Treasury. I haven't done it. Alex. Yep. He threw a fit, and Washington was like, "If you stop shouting, simply get. I will do a second term." Yeah, I will do a second term. I will do it. But you're screaming. You're screaming at me. You're screaming at me. Yep. I, you know what? I've conceded to do stuff because somebody's upset. Not necessarily be president again, but I, <laughs> but other things. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. If it means that much to you, okay. <laughs> I did not know this was that important to you. <laughs> Let's see. Where are we? By the end of his second term in 1796, Washington had grown very weary of growing political partnership and the growth of the party. So he didn't want it. No. He was like, I don't like how this is going. Uh, I told you guys, no political parties. Or maybe he hadn't given that speech yet. But he was feeling no political parties. He was feeling or it. Two political parties is bad. Yeah. Um, yes. He didn't like partisanship. You know, I was like, we're, we're all one nation under, under George. George. Indivisible. Indivisible. Yep. Congress considered Seven. early versions of presidential term limit amendments in 1803 and 1808, and the Senate approved term limit resolutions in 1824 and 1826, only to be rejected by the House. They really tried. They were like, this is not. I feel like we, okay. this is going to come. It's yep. going to be an issue. Yep. The controversy over President Ulysses S. Grant's, you remember it, but potential third-term candidacy in 1876 and 1880 led to a spate. Mm-hmm. Wow, a spate of proposed term limit amendments. In 1876, the House passed a resolution that quote the precedent established by Washington and other presidents of the United States in retiring from the presidential office after their second term has become, by universal concurrence, a part of our Republican system of government. Yeah. Yeah. I also just feel like there's, like, a bunch of statistics on, like, why presidents only served one or two terms. Like, a lot of times they died, like, like Mm. they got sick or whatever it was. Well, it also, like, ages you. It ages you. Like, if you see, like, the modern, I mean, because we don't have older, but the modern presidents, like, when they're first in office and when they're leaving oh, office. Obama like, is go Ray. Uh, yeah. Well, but, uh, I mean, both him and uh, W, it, yeah. like, it's, it's profound. And granted, it's eight years. Sure, there's an aging that happens there. Yeah. But, like, it's profound. And also yeah. how quickly it happens. Yeah. Like, Obama was gray after his first term like, yes yes he, he did not leave white he got he was midway white you know like yeah. white haired so it's yeah. just you yeah very stressful it's very stressful there's also like we just live longer now like yeah. a, a 50 is very different from a, now than it is from a 50 back then yeah in some ways it's too young for the president now yeah Yes, when, I mean yes. There are. are <laughs> I'm making a comment about how most running. of our yes. leading candidates right now are in their 80s. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, it's interesting how the president, at least, is just the the age that you're running is just so much later. It's so much later. There's also, I mean, there is something to be said for for the parties. Like, if you just to have more parties. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like oh, that'll yeah. keep the competition is much more. Fierce. Yeah. Between the parties. So what George would have wanted. More. Yeah. You would have wanted more. Okay. So that's the executive term limits. Basically the president. The legislative term limit section. Uh, she's short. <laughs> um, 
We and and we do love it. And we do love it. This is from Casey Burgat. I uh, hope I'm saying your last name right from um, Brookings. So currently no term limits for no. the House or Senate members. No. Not a single one. Those in support of term limits might argue that, quote, they would allow members to spend less time dialing for dollars and more time on policymaking. That, quote, it might allow them to make unpopular but necessary decisions without fear of retaliation at the ballot box. Yeah. Another potential reason somebody might support term limits for the the for Congress is to avoid the corruptive influence of special interests interests that many assume is inevitable result of spending too much time in D.C. Sure. So the argument would be like, the longer you're there, the more frenemies you make the sure. more like lobbyists you get to know the more so you know then that influence gets stronger over time is would be the argument quote new members might bring fresh ideas that aren't beholden to the old ways of washington that have left so many voters frustrated mm-hmm. which that i think is true yeah like yeah whether or not you agree with like the people who won major upsets in the democratic primaries in mm-hmm. 2018 that is a valid point yeah they do totally. bring in like new totally. a new perspective like if elections were better if if campaign finance laws were better and you could actually have more people legitimately going up against senior incumbents yeah then i then i could lessen my stance on term limits yeah but yeah right now i'm just like put a limit on them because <laughs> yeah. the because that that potential seems like like or solve the corruption you know like do something mm-hmm. i see that so those in opposition for term limits in the legislature might argue that voter choices are restricted when a candidate is barred from being on the ballot so if sure. the current member of congress is their first choice but they're term limited out the voter doesn't have a real choice because their first choice isn't on the ballot i mean I, but that's the argument for you can make that for president right yeah yeah so that's it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm sure a lot of people would have voted for a third term of Obama. For sure. Yeah. And the argument is that he he probably could have won. Sure. Like, he probably would have won. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Statistically, yeah. incumbents do better. They do better. But I think people liked him more than they liked Hillary at the time. Oh, yeah. And, for sure. And, uh, you know, the art, like, if he had been allowed to run for a third term, if he wanted to run for a third term. Yeah our country would probably be in a lot better place. Oh, yeah. I would you know, say like, yes. You know, we <laughs> really shot yes. ourselves in the foot with that one, 22nd Amendment, but uh, here we are. Okay, but it'll help us out and if God forbid, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it could. See, this is why it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you're done. I know. You know. It's like keep the filibuster or don't keep the filibuster. It stopped a lot of good shit, but it's also done a lot of bad shit. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Another argument is that it would severely decrease congressional capacity. The public is, uh, quote, this is from uh, Casey at uh, Brookings, quote, the public is not best served if inexperienced members are making policy choices with widespread lasting effects. And actually, I do think that's, I think that's true. Like there's something about coming in running a campaign and being a candidate is different different than being an elected official sure and there's something that you learn about being in government and you just get i mean it's like any job any other job yeah like you don't hire somebody from an entry-level position to be ceo of a company like there's a lot there's a learning gap there totally it automatically kicks out effective lawmakers never seen one i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) Really, just like shots not all over the mic and like exasperation of that statement. I'm just kidding. But there's a lot of it. Not effective. There are so there are so many ineffective lawmakers. There are so many. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's what's frustrating is that the non-effective ones 
they get are in the way everybody. of the effective ones. Like there's not like nobody can do like nobody can do anything because of the non-effective ones. I, I think that's true on like a macro level, and those are like the. I pieces. only think macro. You know this. I know, and then like <laughs> those are the pieces that you're going to read. Like you know, Congress has a lower approval rating than rats, and you're like, oh my god, obviously than rats. <laughs> <laughs> But the, or syphilis or whatever that stupid sure. statistic you know what syphilis fucking go yeah <laughs> hell yeah let's go let's go 10 out of 10 <laughs> but i also think that like there are moments like my hometown congressperson like she got a, she's get stuff done totally. that's like very specific to the toledo ohio area mainly yeah. to do with the great lakes and she's knows the people in that who's issue is that like that's their issue she knows the people at the table for that and like she's able to negotiate because people trust her and she's gotten a lot of stuff done so i feel like is could somebody else be as effective in that in in that role maybe would they have the connections that she has in the moment to make those kinds of deals probably not because they're like she just has she's the longest serving person in congress like she's got cloud yeah no cloud's definitely important cloud's important and i don't yeah i don't know i just feel like there's other solutions like if the problem is if the issue is problematic lawmakers or ineffective lawmakers Mm -hmm. i feel like there are other solutions other than term limits they're all hard totally right like yeah changing the funding structures public funding like public funding elections blah 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 but those are all hard to implement but so with term limits yeah. Well, it's also like those are hard to implement because the people who have to implement them are the ineffective lawmakers. Right. You know? Right. Like Mitch McConnell's not going to implement a hell public no. Public election. He's not going to let it go to the floor. No. Like, so it's, that's a why it's like, no. that's why I feel like term limits. But he's not going to go for term limits either. Oh, well, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's like, okay, let me just drown. Let me just stick my head in the bucket. Okay. Oh, guys, yeah. just vote. I know. It's so bad. Another argument against term limits is that they do little to minimize corruptive behavior or slow the revolving door. Sure. So research on the subject commonly finds that more novice legislators will look to fill their own informational and policy gaps by an increased reliance on special interests and lobbyists. So because they don't know, like, there's so much shit that comes their way. Like, they can't be experts on everything. And if it's not your issue, like, if you run on, you know, the farmland surrounding the great lakes and i'm gonna make sure that the farmers get what they need without polluting the lake mm-hmm. if that's what you run on and that's your issue how much do you know about public schools do you know what i mean like it's just sure, you, sure. you fill those knowledge gaps with people who have that information because you need to make decisions and you need to have some kind of a knowledge base some kind of knowledge about it and you don't have the time to be like let me become an expert on public schools oh and sure. let me become like it's just it's yeah so that's that's that and lawmakers in states with term limits have been found to increase deference to agencies bureaucrats and executives within their respective states simply because the longer serving officials have more experience with the matters so like of course the person who's the head of the doe in ohio is going to know more about education in ohio no matter what their opinion of it is Yeah. yeah than an elected official who's 35 and has been working in you know water treatment i don't know yeah whatever it is yeah yeah the legislative branch stresses me out it's very stressful i just want it i just i want it better i want it better too i want it better i know we're gonna take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors (laughs) 
Hey guys, it's Arden. I'm here to talk to you about our sponsor for today, Ballsy Brand. Ballsy is one of my favorites because it's a fun, playful, never boring brand that makes everyday products engaging for both men and women to talk about. They make high quality products right here in the USA that are free of parabens, sulfates, and synthetic dyes. And they focus on below the belt care. Women love their products for their guys because, well, it's fun to talk about. And because they're made of high quality essential oils and plant extracts. So head on over to ballwash.com to check out Ballsy products. If you have balls, maybe you'd like a nut rub cream or sack spray. And if you don't have balls, they have stuff for you too, like shampoo and conditioner or body wipes. Whatever it is, you can use our code to get 20% off. So head on over to ballwash.com and type in civical20. That's C-I-V-I-C-A-L-2-0. Civical20 to get 20% off. But let's talk about, oh, so glad you gave me them. Let's talk about my friends at the judicial branch. This stuff is coming from uscourts.gov and the Center for American Politics. Shout out to our friends over there. Mm -hmm. So the judicial, uh, with very few exceptions, there are not term limits for federal judges. The two exceptions are, first of all, magistrate judges and those are judicial officers of the u.s district court appointed by the district uh, judges of the court to handle a variety of judicial proceedings great thank you magistrate judges Um, by majority vote of the u.s district judges of the court magistrate judges are appointed for a renewable term of eight years in addition there are a small number of part-time magistrate judges who serve four-year terms I want to be a part-time magistrate judge. Right? Doesn't that sound fun? That sounds fun. I know. Uh, Okay. And the second one that has term limits, bankruptcy judges. They are subject to term limits. Mm -hmm. Bankruptcy judges are judicial officers of the court who preside exclusively over bankruptcy proceedings and cases. They are appointed to renewable 14-year terms. It's so Jesus. long. It's a very long term. By a majority of judges of the U.S. Court of Appeals for their circuit with assistance from the circuit council. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Magistrate judges and bankruptcy judges. They're the only ones. Crazy. Yep. Americans strongly support term limits for justices of the Supreme Court. Yep. An Ipsos UVA Center for Pol- Politics National Poll of American Adults conducted July 5th and 6th of 2018 asked, do you agree or disagree with the following statement? Supreme Court justices should have term limits. 70% said they agreed and 22% said they disagreed. Yeah. According to The Hill, even Justice Stephen Breyer yeah. thinks that terms in the SCOTUS should be capped at 18 years. I, yeah, I mean, because when you think about it, like with the legislative branch, there's, there's re-elections, yeah. right? And that's what's supposed to be, that's right. what's, that's, that's the opportunity to like, if they've murdered a human bad, being, let's yes. take the murderers let's, out. If, the, if you're not happy with crossed. how it's going, you, the people can come in and be like, you're done, you're out, mm-hmm. you know, goodbye, pack your bags and go home. Yep. But with the Supreme Court. With any of the with any of the federal or with any of the federal judges, um, it's like they're they're nominated and then confirmed. Yeah, and then that's it. That's it. I mean, technically, 
they can be impeached yep. and have before. I mean, the people who have been successfully impeached have been, I think, exclusively judges. Yeah. But it's just like that. Like there's no. There's no other way to get them out. Yeah. Or there's no other way to like check their. Exactly. Check their effectiveness at the office. Right. Because to be impeached means that they had to do something like wrong. Egregious. Right? Egregious. Right. Yeah. right. They had to to do like break the law or whatever it is. Right. But to just be ineffective or to just be like not, yeah, to, I think to be ineffective or to not be like making decisions that are reflective of like what people believe like they should be reflective of in this nation, you right. know, um, especially when you think about the Supreme Court. It's like if you're if you're somebody who's not making decisions that are actually based on like the reasoning behind your decisions right. are not ba- backed up by the Constitution, for example, there's no way to to have like the people do anything about that like i feel like justices are untouchable unless they commit some sort of egregious crime. there's no there's no recourse it's the only branch where like you not balance right and it's the only branch where like we don't have direct say i mean technically you would say and it's like no no (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is it is strangely like I don't know, the least democratic branch in some ways because of yep. the lack of any sort of reelection term limits, any anything. Listen, like even, even like reconfirmations, right? right? Like like having like after let's say eighteen years, like right. Stephen wants, after eighteen years, you have to go in front of the Senate again right. and they have to reconfirm you. I have to get my driver's license renewed. Let's yeah. renew these people. Let's renew them. And like granted Probably all of them will get renewed, you know, like, but at least there's an opportunity where if somebody makes like a questionable decision and you're like, okay, you're doing a mostly bang up job. Right. Let's have, let's have a meeting because you sent somebody to jail and maybe that, you know, like whatever the thing is, but like, at least there's an opportunity to like, to, to look at somebody's caseload while they've been doing the job. Yeah. There's no. Look at their decisions, their opinions, like. Who is reviewing their work? No one. Nobody. There's nobody reviewing their work. No one. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, on this we agree. On this we agree. On this we agree. On this we agree. Okay. I think we mostly, I just, you know how I get. I know. It's the, it's the legislative branch that gets to me. Yeah. Because I think right now it is the worst branch. And that's, I, you know, because I think that they're not, they're not doing their job. Doing their job at all. Nope. In any capacity. Do not be shy about saying that. They I, I'm, I'm so shy. You know me. I'm so shy. You so hide your light. I do hide my so light. I do hide my light. Really I'm a wallflower. Oopsies. Don't look at me. I'm shy. <laughs> okay. That's, okay. Yeah. So that's the judicial. Yep. Great. So the states are are from the United States of America. The the <laughs> states that make them up. That make up sure. our country. The um, 50. The 50 of them. They Some of them have at various times in history tried to put limits on... They've tried to place term limits sure. on Congress, which Wait, that on up, Congress, on, like federal on Congress, on their own members of Congress. Good for them. That's, who, see, that's my kind of energy. And who can? Well, they're southern states. And who well, can, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can take the girl out of Texas. <laughs> Not exclusively, but yeah. Sure, um, sure. So, yeah, they were like they tried to say they tried to put term limits on the people in Congress by saying who could run. Oh, I don't agree with that. Yeah. 
I don't know. You say you. Let's go through the notes. We'll okay, see. So currently, 15 states have term limits for their state legislators, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So in and in 21, in all 21 states have passed legislative term limits at one time or another, but the limits have been repealed or declared unconstitutional in those states. So that's like. Though, like for their state people, we're not talking about their federal people, for their state people, yeah. for their federal people, the people they're trying to elect to Congress. This is what happened in Arkansas. Oh, God. Yeah. So God help them. this is all I'm just going to quote straight from the New York Times because a lot of it is like this is about a court case um, and they set it up really nicely. And then there's uh, a, de- a court case decision from from SCOTUS. So from the New York Times at the general election on November 3rd, 1992, the voters of Arkansas adopted Amendment 73 to their state constitution. Proposed as Term Limitation Amendment. Bad title. Yep. It, its preamble stated, quote, the people of Arkansas find, and if I was you, I'd be doing a Southern accent right now. The people <laughs> of Arkansas find and declare that elected officials who remain in office too long became, <clears throat> become preoccupied with re-election and ignore their duties as representatives of the people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Am I from <laughs> Arkansas? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I feel seen, heard, spoken yep. to directly from Arkansas, from, Arkansas. from Amendment 73. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I find and declare. <laughs> okay, continuing. Continuing. Entrenched incumbency has reduced voter participation and has led to an electoral system that is less free, less competitive, and less representative than the systems established by the founding fathers. I can't argue it. Snaps agree. I can't argue it. Therefore, the people of Arkansas, exercising their reserved powers, herein limit the terms of the elected officials. Wow. Right? I mean, like, that's the argument I made. <laughs> that is ballsy as fuck. I got to Look, that is a Marbury move. That is a Marbury. They're like, we're taking our country it. back, bitches. That's they're what like, they're doing. Let me just... I, uh, I find and declare that elected <laughs> officials uh, are just preoccupied with re-election. And they're not wrong. No, they're not wrong. Like, this is, this is they're speaking truths. Yes. Now, how you fix this problem is that's where, you this, know, that's they, where yes. you have to figure that out. Right. But this is the truth. It's the truth. That's the gospel according to Arkansas. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. So this is how they wanted to limit the terms of the elected officials. Their, like, federal, their congressional representation. Quote, any person having been elected to three or more terms as a member of the United States House of Representatives from Arkansas shall not be certified as a candidate and shall not be eligible to have his or her name placed on the ballot for election to the United States House of Representatives from Arkansas. I mean... They were like, you don't even get to be on the ballot. You're not going to be on the ballot. I stopping this at the source. I I'm not I'm not I'm not blaming them for taking a swing. No, they they swung. They're taking a swing. I'm like, at least you're trying something because this is Arkansas, right? This is our Kansas. This is like you are telling they are looking at what's going on and they're saying this something is up. Yeah. Something is, and by up. golly, we're gonna put a stop to and it. And we're gonna, we're gonna stop this right here, right now. That's right. Sir. That's what we're gonna That's do. That's what's gonna happen. And I'm just like, yes, Arkansas, because we all know. We know the other 49 are like something's up, but Arkansas is is leading the charge. Yeah. They are, they are holding the banner, and they're like, we're gonna do something about this. Yeah. Because I, because it, it, the buck stops here. 
stops with Arkansas. Stops with Arkansas. Arkansas. It stops right now. Oh my goodness! I don't. I don't blame them for swinging. No, I don't either. Swing. They took a swing. They took a swing. So that's part A. Part B. This is part B. Any person having been elected to two or more terms as a member of the United States Senate from Arkansas shall not be certified as a candidate and shall not have and shall not be eligible to have his her name placed on the ballot for election to United States Senate from Arkansas. Gorgeous. I would like to note that they did put her in this. They did. They were like, <laughs> and maybe a woman will win. <laughs> this is 1992 Arkansas, and I just want to say, great. Thanks. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like, you know, I don't know what's up in Arkansas now. I haven't we haven't checked in in a while, but I feel like I think it's still there. It is still there. Uh, but I but I feel like I am loving 1992 Arkansas right now. She was great. I'm lo- because it's like because it's like it's acknowledging the problem and it's attempting to do something. Yeah. Is it the right thing? I don't know. You give me something right. better. But right. you give me something better like, to we're, consider. We're going to try. We're going to try. Somebody tells us no. Okay. Okay. But we're going to try. Better ask forgiveness than permission. Right. JFK said that. That's not true. Ask not what you can do, what that your is, country can do that's for not you. True. I just messed up. I have quote. this, my bit where I just sort of give everything as a JFK quote. I love that. I'm just like, who said it? Probably JFK. And I if I'm wrong, <laughs> so what? So what? Is the person who actually said it bigger than JFK? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. All right. I'm loving this court case. I know, right? It's great. Okay. So the the so the so amendment went to um, like the Arkansas Supreme Court, and it ended up all the way, made its way all the way to the United States Supreme Court. Oh, boy. Right. So in U.S. term limits versus Thornton, Thornton was like, I think a representative who was like, I'm angry. Uh, um, no. <laughs> SCOTUS held that, again, from the New York Times, quote, that states may not limit the terms of their representatives in Congress. Justice John Paul Stevens wrote the majority opinion, which was joined by Justices David H. Souter, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sure. Stephen J. Stephen G. Breyer and Anthony M. Kennedy, who also filed a concurring opinion. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the dissenting opinion, wow. which is like shocking to me. Wow! Right? And he was joined by Chief Justice William Rehn- Rehnquist and Justices Sandra Day O'Connor and Antonin Scalia. Like, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you can't ask me this question now because I'm so wrapped up in what our country currently is but i do think that ultimately is this something that the state should like i kind of i understand the opinion you know of being like states can't you can't you can't legislate us like we have to legislate ourselves you know like federally right and and what they say like i'll read part of um john paul stevens the the dis- i'll read part of the decision from the court but yeah. basically the, the part of the argument like the part before i read what he cites is like the the the, um, the parts in the constitution that are like here are the requisites the prereqs for running for congress right it does not say term limits. anything about term limits yeah and so like you gotta this fix that. is it yeah um yeah yeah it's got to be amendment yeah oh 
but God bless them for swinging. They right. swung, yeah. So this is what John Paul Stevens wrote in, on in the decision for the Supreme Court. Quote, today's cases present a challenge to an amendment to the Arkansas state constitution that prohibits the name of an otherwise eligible candidate for Congress from appearing on the general election ballot if that candidate has already served three terms in the House of Representatives or two terms in the Senate. The Arkansas Supreme Court held that the amendment violates the federal constitution. Sure. We agree with that holding. Such a state-imposed restriction is contrary to the, quote, fundamental principle of our representative democracy embodied in the Constitution that people should choose whom they please to govern themselves. And then they yeah. say, yeah, which comes, <laughs> they cite, I think that's from a different court case. And then that he goes on to say, allowing individual states to adopt their own qualifications for congressional service would be inconsistent with the framers vision of a uniform national legislature representing the people of the United States. If the qualifications set forth and the text of the Constitution are to be changed, that text must be amended. I mean, yeah, it, is, it has to be amended, and we know that. Yeah. But I also, like, it just goes, this is, like, my thing with the Electoral College, and I'm going to be Southern because now I just feel, like, very Arkansas. But I just feel like we're in this place where we are coming against an issue that <laughs> the framers, because <laughs> always, we always quote the framers' yeah. vision, the framers' vision was decided on the last day after lunch. Yep. Their beer tab was so high, and we hold we, we hold their like vision of this to be so precious. And I'm like, they were drunk and tired. Yeah, this was the last day. Yeah, this was a postponed matter that they were like, let's just do something. We got to do something. Right, we got to put something on. We got to put, we, we gotta put we have to turn this in. We got to put something on this I know, paper. It's due. <laughs> The Constitution's due. <laughs> the deadline is 5 p.m. And, and, like, and, uh. and I'm like, I think it's just, it's interesting to me when these, when we talk about the framers' vision, because I'm just like, I'm looking at today, I'm like, this isn't the vision. <laughs> like, yeah. like what we got going on today isn't the vision, the fact that, that nothing gets passed, the fact that bills die in the Senate. Like, yeah. like that's not the vision. So, like, I mean, in this case, I do, I do agree that yeah. I think it should, it has to be a constitutional amendment because the precedent is to change the constitution and it has to be an amendment, right? You know, which is fine. Yeah. But it's just, it's interesting to me when anybody, not just SCOTUS, but when anybody cites the framers' vision as a reason, yeah, to keep something that's not working, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, <laughs> look around, like I don't know. The framers personally, right? But they do speak through me in right. some ways, and I just feel like we are away from the vision. We're we are in a lot of ways away from the vision, I and in some ways that's great because the vision was we're not at we're not in the vision. You right, and me right, are right. not in the vision. Right. Literally, no. There's our producer Kate and intern Houston are all. We're in, none, none of us, of us are in, in the vision. vision. We're not on the dream board. <laughs> we are not on the dream board. No. So in some ways, I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. not hold. And and we ha we've been good in some instances. Like I don't know, giving us in the room our rights. We've been good in some instances and in being like, this was the wrong vision. Right. So I'm like, why can't we just right expand that? You know, like. And I think part of it is like you're talking. This is a if this had been a 
if they were doing this for state offices, like that would have been one thing because the state electoral boards have oversight over their own state internal Don't elections. But this is like the state trying to say they something about too a high. federal yes. office. And yes. I think that because then what like where does it stop? OK, so we're going to do term limits. OK, well, then we should say something about like um, let's change about like you have to have served some sort of office before like then you can put in job requirements or other types sure. of things and you go down this rabbit hole of like what yeah. you can and can also like arkansas has term limits but tennessee doesn't you know and that gets right weird. and then it gets and weird and then you're into like and nobody what then people move to tennessee you know right know. <laughs> and then it's like some version of like driver's laws or sure. gun laws sure. or whatever and then that is problematic when you're talking about convening a body sure. to make Look, I'm not saying this was no, the right approach, but I am I am yes. proud of them for bringing something to the table. They put it on paper and they got they it heard by the, the court. And that's sucks. good for them. Good for them. They so this is, I think, like the first one or the at least the, the big main case. Other states have tried to do this sure. in some way, shape or form. They've tried to put some kind of term limits on their representatives yeah um in massachusetts and washington uh those laws were held unconstitutional by the state supreme courts in the 90s in the late 90s oregon supreme court held that the states oregon yeah i know oregon did i say oregon you said oregon so sorry oregon i was like and then you didn't stop i was i was like i'm sorry rv Are we doing this now? Oregon. Their Supreme Court held that the state's legislative term limits were unconstitutional in 2002. Yeah, they keep trying. And they keep swinging. Keep swinging. And the state legislatures in Idaho and Utah repealed term limits in 2010 and 2003, respectively. I think, actually, that's in reference to their own state laws. Sure. But Wyoming's term limits were held unconstitutional by the state Supreme Court in May of 2004. Yeah. I don't think this will go to the... If yeah. Things like this will go to SCOTUS again. They yeah. ruled. They ruled. They're, they're like they're, an amendment. Yeah. Send us the amendment. Right. And I'm like, and if it's mm-hmm. about a state, like state legislatures putting term limits on their own state. Oh yeah, the, people. The, then like, the, no. Yeah. Like there would have to be some kind of underlying issue. Like, you can't run if you're Asian. Like in order for there to be like <laughs> sure, some kind of sure. like SCOTUS to come to play and be like, wait a sec, knock it off. Whoa. Yeah. We stand Asian. No, I don't. I don't see this going back to this to the Supreme Court. No. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just want it to be better. That's all. I, yes, I agree. I am open to <laughs> suggestions. Suggestions. Yeah. Bring it to the table. Yeah. Arkansas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, give me an option so I can be like, sure. I mean, if that if my only option is what Arkansas did, then I'm like, great. But if there's if there's like, you know, campaign finance reform options, then I'm like, OK, yes. Like, fix that system. Let's go. Right. I don't know. Anyways, that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, guys, that's federal term limits. That's term limits, which is crazy. That's our episode for today. That's all. Guys. We love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.